Listen on to learn how a bootstrapped business has managed to double their sales every single year by focusing in on an awesome story, an awesome mission, and an excellent product. It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome. It's great to have you here. A super inspiring episode coming up for you today. Um, I made so many notes whilst I was talking to today's guest. I totally filled the piece of paper I make my podcast episode recording notes on. Um, essentially, what we're going to be talking about splits into four key areas. We're going to start off by talking about what led them to found the business, the kind of the founder story, I suppose. Then we're going to get into the team where um, Sam's going to talk about how they started off. And there's really clever things in there about being a bit creative in terms of getting the right skills into the business and how they're now looking um, at growing the team. Now they've grown to a, to a $2 million business. Thirdly, we get into the mission of the business, how they're taking that sustainability play and making it work for them. And then we finish the main part before we get into the top tips with his advice around customer acquisition. As I said, they're a bootstrap business. They've taken no money, no investment to get this far. And they've still at least doubled sales every single year. They've been in existence since 2018. Uh, so lots of really interesting insight going on here. And please do listen to the end of episode, end of the episode even, so you don't miss out on Sam's top tips, which are frequently described as the best bit of the show. And he's got some awesome uh, suggestions for you in that part. Getting an online business off the ground is not easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up a free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes, thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. And now to introduce today's special guest. Samuel LaRue is co-founder at Solios Watches, a disruptive D2C brand selling high quality, elegant and eco-friendly solar powered watches. Founded in 2018, they were the first watch company to become a B Corp and have been at least doubling every year, which is super impressive when you consider their bootstrapping. That means they now have over 10,000 customers and this, this year even should hit over two million dollars via their Shopify store. Hello, Sam. Hello, Chloe. Thank you so much for, for having me. It's great to have you on the show and congrats on your success thus far. That is super impressive growth stats. Thank you. It's uh, we, We've come a long way, but there's a lot to be done still. We're, we're trying to disrupt a very, very old industry and, and influence people in having better life habits. So it's I think it's a war that can never be won. And there's a lot to do, but we're pretty much happy with how it started so far. And 
how did you end up founding this e-commerce brand and getting into e-commerce? That's a good question. To be to be honest, uh, at first we we were not expecting to be in e-commerce. We um, while well, I met my my partner Alex at university, we both were studying in finance, so nothing to do with entrepreneurship. But both of us had entrepreneur uh, ambitions and wanted to start eventually our own business. But it's not because you want to launch something that the the ideas uh, come right away comes with it. The only thing we knew is that we wanted to have a positive impact. And that was almost 10 years ago. And eco-friendly was not um, something that everybody were talking about. Uh, so we had we wanted to to make it bigger and, and let people know about about our life habits. So at first we were we had some ideas to make the building uh, more eco-friendly or some ideas just to 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 raise awareness about about sustainability um, but we were not engineer we were not programmers and we were not millionaires either so it was quite hard to do a business that we had no expertise and and that's that's how we started thinking about okay so what can we do that will raise awareness about sustainability and that's how we discovered that we wanted to build to offer a product directly to the consumer that is a better alternative than what already exists on the market, but also influence its audience into having better life habits. And we were a huge watch fan at the time. We're still, we're still a huge <laughs> watch fan, of course. <laughs> um, but when we traveled, so we got the idea when we traveled to Europe and, and we saw that um, all, all the, well, the fashion trends in Europe are always in advance two to five years uh, to what we have here in North America. Um, and that's when we realized that all the elegant and minimalist uh, fashion trend were, were very booming. Um, but in the watches, there were no watches that were, yes, there were some elegant watches, but none of them were either built with sustainability in mind or uh, durability. They are. There were some very super expensive watches that uh, will will last forever, but they're not accessible. And if you want to address a major, well, if you want to have a bigger impact, you cannot build a product that is just reserved to the elite. You have to offer something that uh, is more for the mass market. And that's how we came up with the idea of creating a watch that would remain accessible. That would be sustainable and, of course, will last more than just two to three years, which is the, the average lifespan of a battery in a watch right now. That's how we came up with the solar-powered watch idea, and the best way to sell them would be uh, through e-com. So we had to discover that although we were a watch fan, uh, we had to discover how to create a watch because it's not because you like watches that you know how to, 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 to build them. And we had to discover everything about e-com. So we really just jump in and, and we found Insilius in 2018, but it was a, a much longer uh, adventure because creating the first prototype and the first website took over well, almost four years before that. Wow. That's some, um, some R&D phase. It was quite a challenge because, um, I mean, it's quite easy to create a watch. You can go to any watch fair and just ask for a specific model and ask, the company to put your logo on it and and within two months you'll receive 300 watches at your, at your home at your logo 
and you can start selling them. But if you want to do something differently, uh, it's quite it's it's quite the opposite. It's quite it's very hard. Um, so rather than having just one supplier, we ended up having over fifteen supplier to create a watch, and. The, the big challenge was to work around the solar technology because solar watches did exist uh, at the time. There are some company like Citizen and Seiko that do solar powered watches, but they're, they're, they're not uh, built around sustainability. So that was one thing that, um, that, that, that we didn't see in the, in, in the industry already. And, and second, they were not the design that our audience was expecting to, to buy. So they were more, more bulky. They had lots of features on them, lots of textures, layers. Um, so it was not that elegant and slick design that our audience was looking to, to buy. Uh, so when we started working with the solar uh, technology and we wanted to have a very minimal dial, well, that has never been done before. So a dial with no texture, no layers, no features that would be opaque to the human, human high the human eye, but still let, let the light rays uh, go through the dial. So that was a challenge. And we did travel to, to anywhere. So we were still working at the time, but we took all the vacations to go to Switzerland, France, Japan, Hong Kong, China, uh, the, the United States. So anywhere where they could build a watch. And, and we did multiple, multiple prototypes. And we, we told ourselves we would never launch a business until we have a final prototype that we're happy to, to, to sell. And uh, clearly you've, you've succeeded both because those sales are, you know, the sales are doubling every year. So the customers are, are loving it and, you know, just telling their friends, but also when you were saying about, you know, how the, it's opaque to the naked eye, but there's a solar panel underneath that's picking up the light. I can imagine a lot of over a pint or over a cup of coffee, someone telling their friend about their new Solios watch and it being turned over and turned over going, but where's the solar panel? I don't understand. I don't believe you. I don't, it'll break, you know, and it's like, no, there's a solar panel in there. Because, uh, you know, it is not, it's not the, you know, design wise, you wouldn't assume there was a solar panel in there. So, so clearly all the R&D has been paying off, but your, your business, you know, when you're doubling in size, that's hard enough to achieve and to keep up with from an ops perspective. But I often think team is one of the hardest things to do as you're growing at that rate. So what, what does your team look like these days? And for anyone who's, who's recruiting at the moment or working on their team structure at the moment, what advice would you have for them? Well, it's, a, it's quite a challenge uh, because it really depends on where you are uh, as a business and being bootstrapped and growing fast it is a challenge because capital can be uh, an issue from time to time, especially when you have to put a lot of money in your inventory. Because when we sell one watch, we have to finance uh, three watches for next year because that's that's the inventory we're going to need then, um, which makes it hard to to keep capital to to hire. But we have to grow our team um, because because there's so much we're trying to achieve. And at first, um, what did help is that Alex and I uh, didn't pay ourselves for the first two years. So that was quite a challenge. We, we, we achieved to, to win some grants and, and had a minimum salary because of that. But it was quite a challenge. And we decided to, instead of paying ourselves, 
we hired our first um, employee who did all the design uh, of the brand and and still he's still with us today and even uh, Carmelo who joined us as a first employee at first he was not paid so he really took a leap of faith prior to the Kickstarter because he designed the whole Kickstarter and then we we told him well if the Kickstarter uh, works we'll be able to pay you something and then we'll give you a real salary when we'll we'll be up and running so you have to find those little arrangement to make it happen so what happened is that uh, during the first year he got a percentage on each sales until we were able to to pay him a real salary and then we hired a second person until we, we started paying ourselves, uh, which more was more into growth marketing. So now we're we're seven in a team, but it is more challenging now than it was uh, three years ago to find good talent. Uh, I think it's the, the 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 context right now. I think it's like that for for any business or any industry. But we're looking to hire because we're opening our first store, so we're looking to hire a team for the store. And then we're looking for a director of operations. We're look, looking to hire someone more senior in marketing. Uh, and we're looking for copywriters and community ma- managers. So we have about five or six um, roles that are open uh, right now. And what we notice is that we have to, like, the, like people are not looking for jobs. We have to go poach them from uh, from other companies, which make makes it a bit more challenging. Uh, but what we realize is that at first, most of us were junior trying to figure out how to do things. And now that, uh, well, it's been three years, almost almost four years, um, now that we're up and running and that we've pretty much done all the, the basic stuff, but now that we need to optimize and improve, I think that's where, um, I think what we're at the stage where we have to look at more senior people to help bring their experience. Um, and th- th- this is where we're, we're at now. How exciting. Um, it is, and, yeah. And it, I, I kind of am hoping that at some point, be it this year or next year, there will st- we will start to see in the jobs market a shift of people going, I don't want to work for the banks or big oil or whoever anymore, and I want to go work for a B Corp or similar. As, as a B Corp who's hiring, do you see any of that element in your applicants? Is it is? Please tell me it's starting to happen. <laughs> well, that's what I, I was about to say. I don't think the market itself uh, will have more people uh, wanting job. I think I think we'll be in that situation, this context for for a while. But you're totally right. I think we don't need. Well, as a small business being required, I don't think we need more people in the market. We need to convince these people that working for a company that wants to have a positive impact and a big impact, um, this is something that company like some banks cannot offer. And I think that more and more with, with what's happening with climate change and, and with the war going on in Ukraine, I think more and more uh, people want to have that positive impact and, and, and they want a job that, yes, they'll be able to, to perform and, and do well, uh, but also that they know that their job is, a thing, is creating something bigger than the, than the job, job itself. So as a company, yes, we have to do marketing uh, to grow and to, to, to gain 
more audience and do more sales, but I think we have to do marketing in, in terms of employer as well uh, to be to, to prove to people that what we're doing um, is significant and that we can have a positive impact and that's why they should come uh, work for us. And we've done it um, lately. We've hired our first um, senior person who was in a major company uh, in uh, as a tech lead, and now he joined us to uh, to redo all of our, our website because we used to work with agency for the website, thinking that while well, we didn't have any money to hire someone internally to create the website, but what we realize is that we should have hired someone way before because agencies well well we didn't have a good ex experience with with any of the agency we've worked with with the, with the with the website i'm not saying that that's true for all the industry uh, all the agencies of course it depends on the industry and it and depends on the quality of the agency you, you you take but we spent like way too much money on creating a website that was not up to our expectations. And that's why we said, well, let's bring that internally specifically because that's our business. We're an econ business. We sell through our website and we didn't control a website. So that was quite painful. And because of who we were and because we were, were able to give that, that person the opportunity to have a positive impact, well, he decided to come with us, although the, 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 um, the conditions were not as good as, as what he had in the past. Yeah. So, it, so there is, there's, there's, it's starting. Are, yeah, there's, exactly. People are, are voting with their feet and their, their paycheck, I suppose, to, to move to better businesses that have, have a better impact. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Back to things the listeners are probably more interested in then, Sam. Um, one of the things which is the reason one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the show is you're a B Corp, you're doing great things in e-commerce, you've got, you know, the right mindset around helping improve the planet, but you're also taking that, you know, to a whole other level, which is you're very focused right from day one on influencing people to live and consume as a society differently to improve the world. So it's not just here's a watch that ticks enough, you know, ethical boxes for you to feel good about buying it it's here's a watch and then let's educate you to make other better decisions is that you know what you're what you're aiming to do that that's that's totally right um and it might sound cheesy but what really rings the bell to us is when we watched the uh, the documentary from uh, leonardo dicaprio about before the flood so that was a while ago and he was the first documentary that we saw alex and i i think it was a monday night like really like just normal night um, and we'll watch that and it, re it really shook us because that's when we realized that uh, although we were well intentioned our life habits could be very harmful to the environment and it's not because we had these bad intentions it's because we were not aware of those life habits and those impacts and that also most solution already existed. Uh, we just were not aware of them, not influenced the proper way to choose those solutions over the the more easy one that are always on our in, like in our face. And of course, there's a lot of there's a lot of things we can improve. A lot of things. I'm not saying that all the solutions already exist, but most of them are already there. It's just that we have to be aware of them. 
And that's where we, that's when we said, all right, well, if we're to launch a business, we have to create that positive impact. And for us, because we were not engineering, we, we didn't have that, that background to create a new solution, solution. We said, well, why not raise awareness about those already existing solution? And that's why, that's why we chose to go with a symbol. Like what would be a very strong symbol that you wear every day that act as a reminder of, let's say you go to the grocery store and you want a water bottle and then you have your soleus on your wrist. Well, maybe you'll think twice before buying a plastic bottle and then you'll over time start to carry your own water bottle and just fill it up. And it's all those little details that adds up. And at some point you, you have a, a better impact and you improve your life habits. So the goal with Solius, uh, and more specifically the watch, is that a watch is the strongest strongest fashion accessory to make a, st- a statement. You can tell a lot about someone just by looking at the watch at his wrist. So people, for instance, uh, don't buy Rolex be- because the time is more accurate. They buy the t- <laughs> a Rolex because they want to showcase a um, well, a kind of successful well their success or financial success and of course their love for luxury uh, watches but same goes with solios we wanted to create that symbol that yes you can still have the, the style you like yeah, and you can still look good but you can also do it without uh, harming the the planet so that was more the direct impact and indirectly we wanted to influence people through that symbol that they're wearing every day I, I love the fact it's like that daily reminder. I think it, I, I personally, I had my scary moment last year when I attended a conference. Um, you know, so it wasn't quite as exciting as watching a Leonardo DiCaprio documentary, but it was equally shit. Um, <laughs> but the, and I, I find that now the more habits I gain to do better, the more I think about all my decisions in terms of how I can do better. So pivoting from that slightly with, you know, you, you're doubling in sales every year. So something about what you're doing is resonating with new customers who want your, your watches. Are you finding in the customer acquisition side of things that using that eco-sustainable messaging, is that why they buy or are they buying because here's a cool watch brand? Um, well, of course it has, it, it plays a major role into uh, having new customers. And I think what what even helps more is that we like to say that we're creating a watch that you don't have to compromise. You don't have to compromise on, yes, sustainability, but also on style and also on accessibility. I mean, style is the, the first, the main factor of why someone would buy a watch. So it's it's sad to say, but let's say a watch, you create a watch that could have a much better impact than, than ours if the design is ugly or, or not what your audience is looking for, they'll never buy it. So I think having a product that doesn't compromise on anything, I think that's where uh, we did a good job at creating something that the audience would want. And then sustainability, of course, plays a major, major role because compared to a lot of... Um, Ecom website. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of, of friends in the in the ecom business, and, and and they're more looking at all the economics, how can they improve their ads and their their economic model. But 
to us, the, the, what played the major, major role is, is all the media attention we got because we were doing something different in the watch industry and all the word of mouth. So, so as you mentioned, trying to find that solar cell or, or uh, mentioning around a coffee, all the, uh, how the watch is built and the fact that it's B Corp. Uh, I think that's what really brought us many, many customers, much more than the ads we're doing. So yes, sustainability plays a major role. And, and what we also realize is that even if you're in a very old industry, that's very hard, hard to change. Um, even a small player like us, like us, who knew nothing about creating watches just by traveling and asking questions. And I think that being naive played a major role because we asked questions that they've never were asked before. And we didn't take no as an answer or the answer that, well, we've, ha we've, we've always done it like this. Well, it's not an answer that we liked. Uh, we said, well, in the car industry, they're able to do metal coloration in a different way. So why, why are not, aren't you able to do metal coloration with such a small piece? It shouldn't even be a challenge. And you get a lot of no's, but at some point you get someone who's willing to do it because he believes in the vision. And that's why we ended up having 15 suppliers is because we did ask those questions. And for every single piece, at some point we, find, we found someone who's, who was willing to do it. And, and we just put all the pieces together and, and we're able to create this watch. And, and what we like to say is that we're far from being perfect and just like your life habits we can always improve them and we're all starting somewhere um, but the product we created we will make it more sustainable more durable and that we will improve over time um, and that's the message we're trying to to get out and yes i think it resonates with the the audience E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector here's a reminder of who they are I want to tell you about Awesome, spelt O-S-O-M-E. They are the experts in organising your e-commerce business accounts so you don't have to worry about filing company reports or paying taxes on time. Awesome accountants take care of all your finance admin and are on hand to answer your questions. It's really easy to link your online store, bank accounts and payment systems to the Awesome app, which then keeps track of your spending, profits and financial performance in real time, giving you peace of mind and saving you time too. Plus, using the Awesome system will save your business thousands of pounds every year. To get a demo and find out how much time and money Awesome could save you, go to ecmp.info forward slash awesome, fill in your details and hit the let's go button. Make sure you use the link ecmp.info forward slash awesome, that's O-S-O-M-E, as it will automatically add a coupon to save you £110. Selling via multiple channels is a great way to grow your sales. But whether you're juggling a list of wholesale customers or multiple marketplace listings, keeping the data up to date and in the right format, never mind the images, is hugely time consuming. Plytix, P-L-Y-T-I-X, can solve this for you, voted the number one PIM for SMBs. Plytix gives you a single source of truth for all your product data, streamlining your marketplace listings management, automatically reformatting your data into the right format for each marketplace, including image resizing. 
And you can create a self-serve product information site for wholesale customers. Then keep all these channels up to date with automatic product feeds. Plitix have a free forever plan. So sign up for your free PIM account now at plitix.com forward slash master plan. That's P-L-Y-T-I-X dot com slash master plan. And if you decide to upgrade, e-commerce master plan listeners get a whopping 50% off their first year. It's time for the Top Tips Round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our business to the next level. So Sam, are you ready for the top tips? (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? About business, I think that and it's a classic and, and I, this one really resonated with me because sometimes you, you might think you're doing something well, uh, but something that just doesn't add up or, or, or you feel that there's something you can improve. And, and the book, Good to Great, uh, really made me focus on what is truly essential and what truly adds value um, because it's really easy to be stuck with ideas that sound important and they probably are, but maybe they're not just like the one you should prioritize and good to great really help you focus on what really is important and and what will make your business great rather than, than just good, but well, good is good, but, but great is even better. So this is definitely a book I would, I would recommend another book that, that, um, is, is, a bit different is not about how can you make your business better but makes you realize that it's a marathon and then there are no no shortcuts and that you have to work very hard to to achieve your dream it's is the story of phil knight the founder of of nike uh so the book is called shoe dog but what i really like about this book is he never talks about when the business is go is going well he only talks about all the issues and the problem and the challenges he had and when the one finally because of course mikey's Nike, so of course at some point it, it went well uh, but when the, the business started going well what that's when the book ends uh, so it's a really good book to to help you realize what it takes to launch a business and but you don't have to be an expert about anything i think just being someone who likes uh do problem solving and just really push to to achieve your dream, I think, should I, it's, it's, it's a, a book that you can read within one day because it's just so good. Oh, I love those two recommendations. I'm going to add a third because I can, which is once you've read Good to Great, read Great by Choice, which is the follow-up, which analyzes the strategies though some of the biggest businesses have used. So it's like, I think they work really well together. So I thought we ought to mention that one too. Um, I can actually see Sam writing that down as we're talking. So, uh, <laughs> we've, we've influenced uh, I just him. Did. <laughs> Okay, uh, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? So, well, I think we spoke a little bit about it, but I, I think you people should really focus on the product they're creating and the story they're trying to, to, to say or to, to, to get up because the media, I think... After we, we launched through Kickstarter, but after Kickstarter, like, like what really 
make us grow. Uh, it was first article in a, in a major newspaper here in Montreal. And that's only because of the story and the product we had. If you're doing something that is, well, already exists or, or is just presented differently, well, I don't think it's innovative enough. I think, I think focusing a lot of, of, on, on what you're doing and, and what you're, you're saying will really help you gain new customer and, and media attention. So for us, media, for sure. And for some people, it's not a strategy, but having good customer service and that good product and that good experience really creates a huge amount of word of mouth. It's hard to quantify, but definitely when we look at our customer acquisition costs, most of the job is done by word of mouth rather than just ads or just that thing that you can always measure. So I, I would say that focusing on, on, on word of mouth to me is a strategy and it was a, a good one. But like you said, just with the media, if your story and your product aren't good enough, you're not going to get the word of mouth and you're not going to get the media. So it's, you know, it, those four years were very well spent getting everything ready. Okay. The tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? To be honest, I think a major mistake we've done is trying to rebuild the website over time and again and again and again and again. Um, I think that, we were always um, picturing those features that we wanted on the, on the website and you spend so much time trying to build them. And finally, in the end, they're, they're not being used so much by your, by your audience or, or they, 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 they took you so much time to create and to, and to, to build that you, you, you're missing the, like the bigger picture. So I think, um, not overthinking the website is something important. And, and the mistake we've done is we left Shopify to go on, on WordPress to be able to create a website that is more uh, exactly how we wanted to design it. And then we came back to Shopify. So I think just focus on Shopify and work, work around it. And, and I think, again, the story will talk by itself. And it's more the story than the website itself. Um, so Shopify was good, but then what did help, and it's more on the operation side, and of course I'm a bit focused on uh, on that topic, but it was to have a um, a good OMS and IMS system to manage inventory, because at some point when you have to work with ten and fifteen suppliers, I was doing all of my orders on Excel, and and we have many places where we have inventory. Um, and we work with partners as well. And we just, it was impossible for us to, uh, to manage properly inventory and our, our purchase. And what happened is that in the first two years, we were always sold out in the, uh, well, of course, the pandemic didn't help, but we were always sold, sold out on, on the best models. And we weren't able to work with good partners because we couldn't manage inventory properly. So it's not something that is long to, to put in place and, and, and uh, I'm mentioning that because I'm sure on the podcast, well, I know on the podcast you have like true expert about SEO and Google ads and, and lots of stuff, lo lo lots of growth strategies like that. But make sure that you can manage your inventory properly uh, before thinking, well, of course, growing is, is, is super important, but 
having a good uh, inventory system is something that's going to help you to grow even quicker without always having to look in in the back. I lo- love that. I think ba- the back end software is, doesn't get talked about enough and that a lot of people don't realize it exists. And are like, well, I have to manage all this by spreadsheets. This is a nightmare. No, <laughs> you need an IMS system, an inventory management system. You'll be fine. So I love the fact you've, you've gone down that route with that question. Okay. The last one, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1000, what would be your number one tip for them? So what we did, um, again, I'll go back to PR, but there's a way to do PR because because let's say, okay, good, I want to be featured in uh, in media's uh, newspaper, et cetera. Like, how do we do it? Um, and there's what we realized is that there's no magic. Um, at first, it was just Alex and I when we started Solius. And every single day, Alex and I, uh, we had a list of journalists that we we created ourselves. So we did like all the Google's uh, research about the newspaper, the keyword we wanted to be fe- featured on. And we we wrote emails, personalized email to all those journalists. And the answer rate was probably less than 1%. Uh, so it's not a job that is exciting and it, it, it feels very hard to continue and to push. But at some point it's going to pick up and at some point you're going to have that first article or, or other article and that's how it's going to pick up. So just doing like the groundwork about, and just running emails to the people you think who should talk about the company uh, that's really got us started. And then of course, um, when we did the launch event, so we did the, 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 the Kickstarter event, uh, we still had our job at the time. We wanted to create that Kickstarter event to um, uh, organically, just to prove that there is a demand for the product, and we we didn't want to have a artificial demand. So that what that's why we kept our job. And if the demand was not there, we would well say, well, maybe it's not a good idea. But just that night, um, we were able to achieve our objective completely, and almost did three times. And I think just writing personally to people it's something that takes time but that is very important um so being personal i think it's something that you you have to you have to do i really like that that was very cool of you um well look sam thank you so much for being on the show before we say goodbye would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social please Sure. So, well, thank you very much for having me, Chloe. It's a real pleasure being here. And and you can find us at SoliusWatches.com. Um, of course, Solius Watches on Instagram and all the social media platform as well. Uh, as you will see, uh, we're launching new product pretty much every month here and there. And we've created a... Uh, a coupon code. We don't do discount on the watch. We've never done any discount on the watch. We're already trying to make the uh, the watch as accessible as possible. But all the straps are easily inter- interchangeable uh, because since the watch is solar powered, we want we don't want people to buy more than one Solius. We just want them to change the watch over time. So with the coupon code Master Plan, you can get an, an extra watch uh, if ever they want on the website. But and of course, uh, my name's Samuel Leroux. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. So please don't hesitate to do that as well. 
Excellent. Thank you, Sam, so much for coming on. It's been fascinating chatting to you um, and hopefully we've inspired some more people to follow in your footsteps and to take that sustainable piece and make it really core to their business and how they're educating their customers. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks again. What a fascinating guest. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed my chat with Sam. Um, I have an A4 sheet in front of me where I make all my notes as I'm recording each of these episodes. And I don't think I've covered it in more penning uh, ever before in an episode. Sometimes it's almost empty. Sometimes it's crazy full. Today it is crazy full. Just to quickly reiterate that offer, if you fancy yourself with a Solios watch on your hand, if you use the code masterplan, you will get a second strap for free. So you get the interchangeable straps. That's what the deal is there. I'm going to be taking them up on that deal because I love the idea of having a watch that starts some more of these eco conversations. But I think for me, the the really core thing that sits through everything Sam was talking about is the importance of the story, the brand and the quality of the product and how all those things come together in order to be kind of the the beating heart, the power at the centre of everything else a business does. And I think that is something which clearly those four years they spent perfecting it and getting it right and understanding why they were trying to do all of this has made sense. And if you go and take a look at their their website, you'll see how they've woven it really well, I think, despite what he was saying about, about websites, into the whole site and how they get that story across. And it goes right the way from the materials they make the watches out of and how they make the watches and how the watches last and encouraging people to keep them for a long time through to recycling your old watches to get a discount through to they then they you know they they give back by uh, protecting rainforest in return for every purchase so it's a really all encompassing process that they talk about and that's the thing we all need to do to do more of is not to green hush but to get our stories out there So as you can tell, I really enjoyed that conversation. It's given me a lot to think about. So you can get your hands on our notes from today's show, including the top tips and links to what we've mentioned by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or use our new special director episode links. Just put ecmp.info forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you'll go to the correct page straight away. When you're on your website, make sure you add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. Uh, Yeah, because we put lots of cool recommendations and advice and things out in our newsletters every Tuesday. And thank you so much for tuning into this and every episode that you do of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new one of these interviews every single week in order to inspire and help business owners like you to succeed and thrive with your businesses, including progressing along the path to net zero. So if you know someone this show can help, please, please, please tell them to listen to the e-commerce master plan podcast. I hope you have an excellent week and do not forget to keep optimizing thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast if you're marketing an e-commerce brand you already know that data changes everything 
More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan.